Well, howdy, howdy, howdy. Welcome back to another episode, installment of uh, Tangle Tales. This is Andy, and I'm uh, yeah happy to be uh, putting out another podcast episode. I was trying to think of uh, what to fit in before the next uh, anticipated podcast, the final Westby Wednesday detailing the 13 degree Tamave was released, and I figured I would just kind of give you a little... Um, brainstorming session of um, what I think I am going to do in the future uh, with Tanglefoot and kind of how I'm going to approach the growth of this brand and company and and where I've uh, gotten to since I opened it up. So <clears throat> just as a um, preface to this, I when I initially started Tanglefoot, I wanted to have a... a um, logger focused. Well, actually I started it wanting to just do a project. I wanted to have some sort of brewery project. So I was talking with my dad about starting a tiny little brewery project in owls. Uh, and then it was like, I could easily capitalize on the, you know, whatever generic American craft beer, um, popular styles and open just to, you know, have four or five different beers and just serve three IPAs, a porter and, you know, maybe a kettle sour or something like that and uh, toyed around with that for a second, but that's not something that would be super fulfilling to me in the short term. Um, and so then I started thinking about specifically what I am looking to do as a brewer in my future and lager is all I think about, or at least when it comes to drinking beer, that's all I want to drink. And that's all that I want to learn about. And that's all I want to brew. So I, um, yeah, so I quickly went to uh, to go and uh, pursue the logger aspect. So whenever I decided to pursue the logger aspect, I was obviously I was going to be fighting an uphill battle because the challenges of producing exclusively loggers, if you haven't picked up from listening to the other episodes about the process and fermentation and timeline, it's very, very time uh, intensive, um, very utilities intensive and essentially shouldn't make sense on this scale. And it doesn't for many reasons, but, um, but still I'm, I'm pursuing it cause I have a longer, longer end game or, or a, a bigger end game than, than the short term. So anyways, wanted to pursue the logger aspect. Uh, and then that quickly moved to check loggers because of my check heritage and the large check population in temple, Texas. So Fast forward to starting to build the brand. I really, really wanted to make an experience for people. So I built out this bar uh, that I called the beer saloon. I used reclaimed wood. I made the ambiance feel, feel very uh, like old Western kind of like meets Czech beer heritage. And it's in the back of a barbecue restaurant that's been there 53 years. And I built this brand, uh, this logo that was, you know, the name of, nickname of the town and it's got the vibes of the old pearl beer logo and then invested in these lucre tap faucets and these glasses these cute little dimpled mugs and coasters and the coasters have each of the beers um respectively on on individual coasters and information about each of the beers and so i pour the beer properly the way that the uh check tapsters pour it and I make the beer in traditional Czech methods and I, I serve it in this, you know, very 
authentic, cool looking dimpled mug on these coasters and the bar. And it was this whole ex- drinking experience. And, you know, I said for, for many months that it's, you know, it's not even about the beer, the beer's fine, but it's about coming in, sitting down, drinking a glass of lager. And whether you came with your friends or you're by yourself and you're turned around talking to the person next to you and it just is warm and inviting and lively and, and you're sharing beers and, and you can have a few beers and it's, it's a whole experience, you know, and, and ultimately that's how it started. And it was this experience. It still is. And I don't know why I'm talking like anything is significantly different, but it is this experience where people come in and, and they, you know, a group of 80 year olds sits down next to a group of 23 year olds and they're talking about their heritage and how they grew up in temple and they knew someone's cousin. And so it built, you know, these experiences were really cool. I learned a lot about my heritage and a lot about my family and the history of temple throughout this whole process. So that was kind of the vision. And I was like super stoked that I executed on that. That was like exactly what I envisioned in my brain was like creating these sit down in a bar stool experiences. But as time went on, uh, I started to see how people were connecting with obviously the, the, the building and the barbecue and the, the glasses and the beer, but specifically like, at least for my regulars, really enjoying the beer and wanting to take the beer home. And so, uh, then I ordered some growlers. I have these cute little 32 ounce growlers. I think they're technically called howlers but they look like old moonshine bottles. And uh, yeah, so I got these growlers in branded and uh, yeah, sold, sold several of those. And were uh, when I first got them in was dealing with the logistical problems of not being able to produce enough beer uh, and not wanting to sell a bunch of beer and growlers so that I wouldn't run out for service. And so kind of like release the growlers, but didn't have any beer to fill the growlers with. So that was just kind of weird. just a weird thing that happened. And so anyways, ended up then saying like, okay, come on, bring your growlers in. And slowly but surely people would come and get their growler filled with, you know, the 13 or the 10 or whatever. And then as that uh, progressed, just people consistently getting the, well, let's just say the 13, because that's been the, the best seller, consistently getting the 13. And I'm like, well, you know, what's that experience? Like you're taking beer out of the beer saloon. It's not served the way that I want it to be served. It's not served in this environment, but yet you're coming in, getting it refilled and taking it home and taking it to parties and people coming in and buying another growler to share with their friends and family. So, uh, really kind of got me thinking. And, um, so after, you know, several months of, of doing the, the, the beer saloon hours, the way that I, I was doing them. I kind of had this moment of uh, what am I doing and what do I want to do for, you know, the next several years of my life? I have this short play, but then I also have this like 20 year plan that I could pursue. And I've always had this kind of bifurcated idea of what Tanglefoot could be. It could either be this little super cute secret, you know, hidden gym in the back of Al's barbecue barn, this like staple in Temple, Texas, that the bar's full every minute of every uh, service hour and, you know, just have this exclusive on-site service-based model, this experience model, like I was saying. Or I could pursue this other, you know, grow a production brewery, you know, make this big brand, whatever, uh, which was never an intent of mine uh, when I started this or really since I've been in the industry, I've always kind of had a weird 
aversion to production brewing and and have been in a have been in a brew pub setting since my entire uh, professional brewing career so was struggling with that but then it just clicked one day where i was like this could easily be the um you know temple's lager this could be the you know beer that is synonymous with temple as far as like picking a six pack up or or going and and getting a keg for a party or something like that and and i guess that sounds pretty aspirational and it sounds like um maybe jumping the gun if i've only produced you know tens of barrels of beer in uh, this location but i i do think that these beer styles um don't only appeal to a you know a czech audience or somebody who's familiar with european beer culture these beer styles appeal to every uh beer drinker and specifically craft beer drinkers who like i've mentioned in previous uh podcasts have have experienced the craft beer bell curve where they've drank all of the ipas and they've had all of the double bourbon barrel aged pecan stouts and and their go-to daily drinker is like mine is live oak pills or some other pilsner pilsner raquel the original pilsner so uh that was uh my thinking shifted pretty quickly and uh and it was weird and serendipitous that i think it was that week or the next week i was talking with one of my regulars john and uh I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about this place and kind of thinking about the future and, and was kind of tentative uh, or not tentative, was hesitant about expressing like my vision because it does sound pretty ambitious and, and frankly sounds like unreasonable uh, to, to feel that way about something so young. But uh, so I kind of voiced it to him and, and he was immediately like, yeah, I totally, um, I see that. I see that being a thing or could be a thing, not that I'll achieve it or, you know, somebody else may achieve it, but it, I could see that being a vision and if somebody else can achieve it, then I can achieve it. So I kind of was like, you know what, that reaffirms what I want to do. So every step that I'm taking now is, um, working towards making more beer, making more of these beers. And I think one advantage I have as one, I've been in this industry for nine years, but two, I'm starting with a very specific amount of beers. I'm starting with a very consolidated portfolio that I don't need to brew 15 SKUs. And I like a lot of breweries have like the core four and then they have, you know, seasonals and stuff like that. I've got these beers. And and honestly, I think that, that this model could, could pretty easily be based off of one of the beers it could be based off the the 12 degree pale lager i mean it could be ba- based off the tamave but i think that growing slowly and building capacity and and doing you know placing the six packs around town and and building the brand for people and 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 making tanglefoot brewing associated with beer in temple texas i think that that is the long play and I think it's achievable. So every step that I'm taking now is, is kind of moving towards that. Um, I am planning on, uh, this is in the works right now. So it's kind of, you know, don't want to, um, to jinx it, but I'm planning on expanding the production at the brewery by a significant amount. Um, there's another brewery that had some, uh, equipment that was up for sale and I was interested and, inquired about it and have been in talks so 
look out for that. That may be happening in the next uh, month or two. So if that happens, then that kind of uh, changes the game on the short term. And I think that could really be a great step in the uh, direction that I'm looking to go. And I'll be able to come on here or post on social media that I have cans all the time because I could actually produce enough beer to where I can stock cans and not have to, you know, prematurely release a special, special limited run of cans. And now I can't can anything else because those went in 10 minutes. (laughs) So um, anyways, all of those things, I'm just talking in this microphone and just really I'm talking out loud for myself, but just putting this out there in the ether and hopefully it um, makes me uh, commit to things and, and pursue this. And I hope this is something that everybody that listens to this is interested in seeing happen. And um, if not, uh, fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I hope that this is um, something that I can, can achieve and, and it's going to, it's going to be a long, long road. Um, but yeah, we'll see how it goes and, uh, things change and COVID changed a bunch of things. So who knows, maybe I'll be pivoting this in the next six months, but that's my plan. I'm sticking to it for now. So look out for more updates on the social media and, um, yeah, if you're listening to this and are interested in this content at all, give me feedback or rate rate it. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Um, if you're listening on Spotify or something, you can rate it, I think, but yeah, let me know, message me or, um, come into Tanglefoot and have a beer. Let me know if you have any feedback, but that's all I got for today. So thanks for listening. And I will, uh, yeah, I'll be back for some more podcasting in the near future. So cheers. Bye-bye.